Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's the largest criminal fine ever imposed for damage like this, $53 million, an amount the U.S. Attorney's Office says the perpetrator of this incident near Boston back in 2018 has in fact agreed to pay. Some might say it's an incident of domestic terrorism, which may or may not be true, but in either case, prosecutors say it was a clear and willful violation of the Pipeline Safety Act, which as it turns out has nothing to do with the sewage pipe leading away from the Taco Bell. Who? you might be asking, was responsible for this arguable act of domestic terrorism. That would be the gas company, (laughs) Columbia Gas, who admitted guilt in a public statement saying the series of blasts that destroyed or damaged dozens of buildings and homes and left thousands of others without natural gas service for weeks in the winter was the result of an engineering issue as they failed to take into account pressure sensors during a transmission line upgrade which allowed high-pressure gas to flow into low-pressure neighborhood distribution lines never meant to hold it. And there's really nothing worse than having an escape of high-pressure gas at the wrong time. Well, <laughs> it's the high pressure that'll get you, Cliff, That's exactly every right. single time. We might as well start off this Friday morning with a okay. morning road show thought of the day. Yes. Invisibility. That's right, invisibility. Invisibility. Yes. Okay. It's not something you'll see every day. <laughs> really? It's true. <laughs> Okay, it's true, but really? <laughs> well. Oh, Cliff, I saw it yesterday. About mm-hmm. three people, as I was out and about, were wearing those surgical masks, you know, like we were about to have an operation. <laughs> yeah. You saw three people with, saw, a, with the masks on? Yes, I did. I was. I guess I'll, whenever I see that, and I've seen it once or twice, not as often as you, clearly, I always wonder, are they trying to keep from getting sick? Or are they sick and trying to keep it to themselves? It's, yeah, I do, too. It's, I mean, it's, what's, the, what's the choice? Well... Here's the deal. Yeah. And this is supposedly the true facts. Okay. Wearing a mask probably is not going to prevent you from getting the coronavirus that everybody's so scared about. Yeah, those disposable masks, I've read that that they're actually, uh, they're not going to stop the virus. You need a higher level of a breathing thing. Exactly. Those masks are only recommended if you're already sick with the virus. Oh, okay. Or... Yeah. If you're ugly, <laughs> we highly recommend those. Right. If you're ugly, any, at any time, yes, you could wear that at any time. When the which, which the scare's over with, <laughs> you can keep wearing it. That's you fine. just keep wearing that. So, thing. so I guess my my question to you is then, where's your mask? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little hurt this morning, Cliff. Mask? Yes. <laughs> Well, no, I don't have yeah. one on. I'm not ugly. Yeah. Okay. Here's Jimmy. You, you keep telling yourself that. Weed, with the global network that Orlando's Becky Martz has assembled, you might think she was a power broker in the world of big business. But you'd be wrong. She's actually a collector known the world over and started putting together an inventory of items that's pretty darn impressive, even if it is unusual. And even though that collection has sent her traveling around the world to conventions, meetings, and gathering missions just to find new things, you still might find her rummaging through trash cans in search of the next rare find in her neighborhood. Because Martz has spent the last 29 years collecting those little labels that comes on bananas. (laughs) She has 
more than 21,000 different stickers, which is a bunch by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> March says she's attended several conventions of other banana label collectors where during the swap meets they dole them out. <laughs> and whatever the reason she started the hobby, it's something she's apparently found very appealing. <laughs> Well, I hope none of that yeah. slipped past anybody, Cliff. <laughs> well, if you're going to continue it, I am too. Okay. Why would you, first of all, think that was something it that was something needed to, to be collected? I don't know. And how come and why would there be 21,000 different well, ones? Different, different brands. And then they'll have different little sayings on them or different times of the year, different seasons. The logos change over the years and the size and the shape. So they're all different. Yesterday was an omen. Yesterday was an omen. What do you mean yesterday when was an I omen? When I left here yesterday, yeah. Cliff, I went into a convenience store. Yeah. And there was some guy standing there. Yeah. Just a random dude. Yeah. Holding a banana. Wasn't moving. <laughs> he was just standing there <laughs> holding a banana. Yes. And I You're walked right. right past him. Yeah. And he never even really looked at me. <laughs> I'm looking at him, though, because if you're standing anywhere holding a banana <laughs> out in public, yeah. I've got my eye on you. Nope. Perhaps you saw, Cliff, that in Arkansas, the police were called in and they had to arrest a couple down there because, well, they shot at each other after they were <laughs> grilling in their backyard. So, were they're like uh, dating? Yes. And they're in the backyard grilling. Doing a little grilling. And... Gunfire broke out. Yes. <laughs> what is that, like a new dating ritual in Arkansas? It is, or? yes. I think it is. I don't know if it's a, a new dating a, thing. It could a, be the standard. It could be. A dating ritual in Arkansas. We do a little grilling. We do a little shooting. And it's like, hey, you know. got any plans for tonight? Want to see a movie? Dinner? <laughs> no. Why, no. I'm going to shoot you. Oh. <laughs> I hope my excitement is not misplaced this morning, Cliff. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because I hate it when that happens. What are you referring well, to? Well, less than two hours from now. Yes. We're going to have the inaugural version of You Choose the News. Not oh, you, yeah. Cliff. No, because I choose the news every day. Yes. One of our wonderful listeners will call in around 9.15 when we ask. Cliff's going to read you live on the air. Yeah. Three headlines, and you get to choose the story. That's right. It's like I'm handing the keys to the newsroom over to you. Yes. And it's a brand new shiny newsroom, <laughs> and it's all yours. <laughs> And if you think a new car smell is good, you should smell... No, don't smell our newsroom. It stinks. But other than that, it's going to be okay. I'm not sure I understand this next story, Cliff. What's that? In Germany, police are on the lookout for a pickpocket. A pickpocket? Yes. Okay. He reaches underneath bathroom stalls and steals the money <laughs> while people are sitting on the toilet. <laughs> now, I'm trying to picture that in my mind, and it's not a good place to go. Well, no, that's not a really a visual you want to spend a lot of time uh, lingering on, I'm going to say. But I'm just thinking yeah. and wondering, What's that? how long are this guy's arms that you can reach <laughs> underneath the stall? Well, clearly longer than yours. Rifle through somebody's <laughs> pants. So people are sitting on the toilet, and their pants are around their ankles. Yes. And so the dude is reaching under the, the little wall and getting in their pockets. <laughs> Maybe the restrooms are a lot closer over there. You know, I've never been to Germany. I, I never have I, either, I, but... I can't say. Wow. I, mean, I know some people who are German. Maybe we could find them and ask them. That's just... I don't know. That's bizarre. That's weird. I hope the guy washes his hands when he leaves anyway, Cliff. I mean, you know. 
<laughs> you don't want to spread disease while you're stealing. <laughs> it's a rule. Okay. Weed 47-year-old Jose Ramirez Calleas was arrested Thursday on a charge of battery. It was done in the most Florida way possible. The Crystal Springs, Florida man taken into custody after officers responded to an incident at a dairy farm about 30 miles north of Tampa. While reports don't say whether or not Calleas or the victim worked at the dairy, the materials used in the alleged assault definitely came from there. As the morning roadshow department of Just in Time for Breakfast has learned, dude picked up a bucket of cow manure and dumped it over the other guy. Allegedly. Physical evidence collected at the scene by investigators included a bit of cow manure found on the alleged victim's forehead. All in all, I'd say the incident was a very moving story. <laughs> oh, wait, this just in. Police say the man will be charged with assault in the third degree. Oh, <laughs> mercy. Wow. It just keeps getting worse. It just keeps going down. Oh, yeah. I wonder what... Uh, yeah. I wonder if there's enough shampoo in the world to fix that cliff. <laughs> no. And if there is, what do you go in and ask for? What shampoo? <laughs> we'll clean cow manure out of my hair. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you get asked this all the time here at yes. the store. <laughs> Can I nominate someone to be the listener of the day? Is that within the rules and regulations? I don't. I, we've never done anything like that before, but I don't think there's any specific rule that says we cannot. So I'm, I'm going to say, sure, go ahead. Well, I want to put up Todd. Yeah. Todd. I want Todd to be our listener of the entire day, okay. the rest of the day on the Morning Road Show. Yes. Because, Cliff, the number yeah. was 31 for the daily number to win the tickets to the Opry. Okay. And Todd has been calling in and calling in, and he finally sent a text message, and he said, I heard you say the temperature earlier today was yeah. 31, and so I thought that was when I needed to call in. Okay. Now, that is razor-intense focused <laughs> listening right, right there from cause, Todd. Because you said the temperature was 31, and you didn't even realize that was also the number for the uh, fact of the day that won Grand Ole Opry ticket. Exactly. Okay. Not that I picked out the number or anything. But Todd knew exactly, Cliff. Right. And I thought, wow, that is... We should try that sometime. <laughs> you mean listening as well as Todd does? Yes. Because yeah, clearly we don't. No. Or else we would have remembered to do it in the 7 o'clock hour like we said we were originally going to. That was well done by Todd. <laughs> so I'm nominating him, Cliff, as our listener of the day here on the Morning Road Show. Fine job, Todd. Thanks well for done. listening, too. Yes. And trying to win. <laughs> it sounds kind of bad, but maybe next week he'll be the winner. <laughs> Once again, Cliff, a big, yes. big, big thank you and a welcome to the Morning Road Show. Yeah. As we toast the first ever, the inaugural listener of the day here yes. on the Morning Road Show. Yes. What an honor it was to have him uh, pay so much attention to us this morning. Yes. Yes, it was. Oh, what was his name again? I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> you don't remember. What... I kind of lost it. <laughs> you, you named a listener of the day for the first time ever. Just moments ago, and now you can't remember his name. Carrie. No, that's not it. <laughs> Carrie is the person who won the Grand Ole Opry. That's right. Well, I yes. knew there was right, a right. Carrie you, this morning. Yeah, yeah. It's Todd. How could I forget Todd? <laughs> well, you can forget Todd because you weren't paying attention. I wasn't razor-focused no, in. you were focused on the candy bars. Yes, I was. <laughs> 
Well, the time is here. We've been waiting since Wednesday. Yep. You choose the news. 812-386-1250. Cliff will read those three headlines off. Mm -hmm. You pick the one that strikes you the funniest or the... For some reason, you like it. Yes, but you're you're most curious about finding out more about what that headline says. That's kind of the cornerstone of the news business, after all, is to throw a headline at you, and that piques your interest, and you want to go find out more. So you read the rest of the story. And after you pick that headline, Cliff will read the story, and we'll all get to hear the news that you choose. Yes. Unfortunately, Cliff, nobody's choosing. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I was starting to feel bad. I was too. It started out really rough there. Well, now it's awful. Let's go hear okay. the sign here. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Hot Dog Dardine. Hot Dog Dardine? Yes. yes All right. Yes. How did you get the name Hot Dog? I've had it since I was born. All right. Well, okay. Hot Dog, good talking to you this morning. Here's Cliff. Okay, so here are the headlines. I can see Uranus. The race to the bottom. And... Kind of like the Heinlich maneuver, but different. Hot dog, which one would you like to hear? The first one. The first one. I can see Uranus. Okay. Hot dog attendees of the Bay Area Renaissance Festival near Tampa Bay, Florida last weekend probably weren't expecting this display, even though most everyone going to the event who talked to Fox 13 News said it seemed like they'd stepped into another world. A time in the past, there was one show that apparently catered only to a select crowd. That crowd certainly was boisterous, and that's what attracted Steve Trigg and his wife and two children who were walking by. This particular show was a men-in-kilts competition, something described in the program as being a real treat. Well, it was, if you consider dudes showing you what they wear under their kilt as a real treat. And the answer to what dudes wear under their kilt is, of course, nothing! (laughs) (laughs) A spokesperson for the Bay Area Renaissance Festival later issued a statement apologizing to anyone who was offended. (laughs) Kind of goes with the headline there, doesn't it, hot dog? It does. Yes, it does. Well, you're going to give this story a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. All right. But not too hard. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. Hot Dog, thanks for listening and thanks for participating because you got to choose the news, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, it'd be great if we had a prize for Hot Dog. It would be fun if we would throw a prize in for that. It would be something. Apparently, we didn't think that far ahead. No, I didn't think anybody would call in. (laughs) Well, thanks. I appreciate I'm just saying. (laughs) Our Take It to the Bank, as you well know, is perfectly 100% true each and every time. And we're going to prove that to you today. Okay. Actually, Cliff's going to prove that to you. I am. No one has said anything about this prior to this moment in time. That is how I know this program is spot on perfect. If I could get my Mm -hmm. knee feeling back. Yes. You see, we've all seen the contest where I can name that song in so many notes and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to tell you how long it actually takes you to recognize one of your favorite songs when you hear it. Here on Country 98.1. Okay. We're going to tell you exactly how long. Okay. And Cliff's going to prove it after we tell you that number. Oh. So. Oh. One of my favorite songs. Yes. You'll know it. I can pick up on it right away. I think you will. Okay. We'll find out when we take it to the bank. Yep. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Today with a live demonstration at the end. (laughs) All righty then. But wait, there's more. Okay, here we go. 
Yeah. How long does it take you to recognize your favorite song here on Country 98.1? New study came out from the University College of London. It says the brain is capable of recognizing a familiar, a familiar sound in music in an incredibly short amount of time. Okay. Within one-tenth of a second being played. Really? One-tenth of a second. Okay. Now, our demonstration, Cliff. Yes. I have loaded up. Yeah. Less than half of a second of a song. <laughs> okay. Less than half of a second. Okay. And I'm going to play it. Yeah. And I want you to concentrate and tell our <laughs> wonderful listeners the song. We'll test this out. Okay. So is this like a song I've heard before, or what's the what's the premise of it's this? It's one of those songs that you're yeah. going to know because you really like this artist. Oh. And you like the music. Oh, okay. So okay. it's probably like a Keith Urban song then. So, well, it could be. You're oh. going to tell us. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. You may have to have two tries at it. Okay. If you can do it in no, one No, that's five. fine. Well. No, I don't need two tries. And what is the name of that song, Cliff? Okay. So let's just start off by saying, what makes you think Barry Manilow is one of my favorite artists? Well, you knew the song, didn't you? <laughs> it's just called I Can't Smile Without You by Barry Manilow. There you go. In less than half of a second. <laughs> but that has no correlation on whether he's one of my favorite artists or not. I just recognize the song. It has a very um, unusual opening thing where he's actually whistling. And so that first little note you hear is him whistling. Are you trying to destroy the <laughs> Take It to the Bank this morning? No. I'm trying to I'm trying to say that uh, the fact that you played Barry Manilow and I recognized it is is totally two different things. Didn't you have a Barry Manilow <laughs> CD in your car for a long period of time, if I recall correctly, and you brought it in, and that's why I have that song right now. Is that not true? Yeah, that's true. Do you usually carry around artists that you don't like in CD or MP3? No, well, no. No. <laughs> All right. All of that, including Cliff's love of Barry Manilow. You can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. What shampoo will get cow manure out of my hair? Number two, a dating ritual in Arkansas. Ironically, number two is not related to number three, by the way. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Don't, and I repeat don't, smell our newsroom. No. <laughs> I still have poop on wheels in there, by the way. <laughs> Why did you even bring that up? If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.